Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. <laughs> what was that? Well, I'm doing falsetto. T- you ruined that. No, I didn't. You I ruined was falsetto. You I was, ruined that intro. It was a counterpoint. It was a, a, a It wasn't a counterpoint. You made it. It rendered it. It was someone going. It, listen. It over rendered a song. it ethereal. You need an ethereal touch. You know what? Then I'm not going to rehearse these fun song beginnings. If you guys are going to piss on them. I'm not pissing on it. I was trying to enhance the experience for the listener. Um. <laughs> Fine. Let's start. Let's start. You know what? Just for this, it's Christmas. Let's just put that to one side. No, I just Christmas is about forgiveness, isn't it? Christmas is about a lot of things. Invoke the Christmas spirit for being a douchebag. No, you can't be a douchebag and then invoke the Christmas spirit. Why? Why do you? Why are you expected to forgive people at Christmas just because it's Christmas? Well, because it's. it's Hey, man! You know, ring, ring. Hey, you know how I slept with your wife? (laughs) Well. A fictitious deity may or may not have been born at this period 2,000 years ago. So, well, do you know what I mean? Well, no, but Christmas was taken over by Christianity. It used to be a pagan festival uh, around renewal, kind uh, of the harvest festival. Yeah. So it's the same thing. It's about uh, uh, celebrating things of the human spirit. <laughs> okay. It's about celebrating things of the human spirit. Um, and I think my high falsetto-pitched um, note, which I was holding, just like a, like a star hanging in the firmament, God. everlasting... Very much uh, like the biblical star. <clears throat> Hello and welcome to the show, excitable boy. Merry Merry Christmas, guys. Merry Christmas. This is our, this is my Christmas voice. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Kevin. Um, welcome to the show. This is our fortieth show. Can you believe that? Four We've sat in my attic zero forty times and talked about the same shit mm. from different angles. And I mean, you're still and these people angles. are still listening. It's remarkable. So Merry Christmas and thank you. I'm so burnt out. I've got nothing to say today on the show. What? It's the end of the year, you know, got got to go fucking... Tomorrow I go up to see my mum, spend a day with my mum, spend a day with my dad, then go see some other friends, then go see my sister. It's just up and up and round. Christmas isn't about... Christmas isn't about seeing the people that you love or, or, or uh, you know, time to relax. It's a time of chaos. And... An inevitable family argument, mm-hmm. someone getting too drunk, mm-hmm. someone saying inappropriate things, mm-hmm. um, and then all the shit coming out about something that you did when you were eight <laughs> years old that your cousin's still angry at. Yeah, recrimination. You know? Yeah. Let it rain. It's all a big bunch of crap. All the food's shit. That's like, Christmas spirit, food Josh. is shit. Well, no, it's not. It's nice. Okay, okay. Pigs in blankets. That's it. salty meat. Yeah, I love it. That's all it is. It's good. It's just disgusting. It's it's salt. It just tastes like salt. Right. Turkey, the blandest meat ever made. Depends how you cook it. Turkey is always shit. Okay. 
Right? It's That's never nice. Right? Stuffing. Horrible. Love stuffing. Roast potatoes. Yeah. Right, nice roast potatoes. All done the well. veg. Brussels sprouts, obviously. You've got, fluff up. You've got to fluff up the potatoes. I, just, I hate you it know, all. You Christmas, the what the fuck? Like Christmas you pudding. Any black up. Christmas pudding is a pudding. I that don't you, feel that you're listening Christ- to Wait, me. wait. Christmas pudding. Fluffy potatoes, Josh. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Christmas pudding is, is nice. It's, sh- any, it's a pudding that before you eat, you have to set on fire. That's not an indication of <laughs> a good great. pudding. That's, that's, that's not the indication of something that's going to taste nice. It's a that pudding That you have to douse it in booze. Dude, it looks like a fucking, like, half a Death Star. It, it, you have to it's Im- like this disgusting... It's like a burnt football that someone <laughs> sliced in half. It's fucking vile. I love it. You have to immolate Quality it. Quality streets... Why is that a Christmas great. thing? Well, because you know they're traditional. Like boxes of chocolates. Yeah, boxes of chocolates. And then chocolates. you sit by, and then you just watch a fucking, you just watch a, a shit film that's five years old that's on BBC One. Like Toy Story In between again. Graham Norton and Jonathan Ross. Do you remember that Christmas where they used to show... Ooh, um, James Corden's on! Love but Actually. Fu- yeah. They used to show Love Actually all the time. They showed it one Christmas I seven thought love times. A- Every Richard Curtis film should be called Where's the Black Guy? <laughs> Because <laughs> there's no there's no black guys. Yeah, if you want to play a really terrible uh, drinking game, just drink. Yeah, every time there's you see one a black, black guy. guy in Love Actually who's like friends with the stupid British guy, That's but right. he's the most English person in the film. They yeah. have to. Oh, Colin, you are an idiot. He's like yeah. the most like white black guy in the world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then Love guy. Actually as well, like that guy who goes to Kira Knightley's house with the cards and goes, "Hey, thing is." I'm in love with you. You know, at the end of the film. Oh, no, there's two black guys in love, actually. Oh, there are. There's yeah. another black yeah, guy. Yeah, 12 Years a Slave is in it as well, isn't he? What? Uh, He's two, married to Kira Knightley. Two Years Year for. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, do you remember that in that bit in... Um, but the end of Love Actually, when he love holds actually. up the cards. The yeah, bit, yeah, the, the cards bit in Love part. Actually, when yeah, he holds yeah, up the cards. Yeah, yeah. He knocks on the door, Kira Knightley answers, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, he's, and he's in love with her. That's Andrew Lincoln. He's been filming her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the wedding. Weird. Right? So all the wedding day footage... Mm. That they were hoping to get. It's just him perving on Kira Knightley, Basically, right? Yeah. Zoomed in to full, right? Yeah. And then he turns up on Christmas Eve at her door. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then he's the best man. He's he's best friends with that guy. Mm. That guy is an absolute cunt. <laughs> he isn't. He's he? like the worst. He's a for one, he's a voyeur. Yeah. For two, he's a pervert. And he had a creepy system. Yeah. He he, he like took the time on Christmas Eve to write some cards. That guy's an awful human being. Awful. Bad film. It is a bad film. And there, there was that strand where the little kid, um, basically, was it, uh, Liam Neeson brought his son to the airport to chase this little girl. Yeah, he would have been shot. Like a little, took, He would took, have been immediately shot running through that airport. <laughs> no, he would have been tased. That's completely different. Yeah, post 9-11. Yeah. But all Christmas films are bollocks when you think about it. Like Home Alone. That's by the t- Home like Alone's the, good. Home Alone 2, Pesci's when they go it. to New York, yeah. that time that they lost their kids, they would have been put in jail. <laughs> yeah. Like because they yeah. lost him once. It's a different drama then, yeah. And then the second time social services would have been on them like a fucking hoot. Have you seen Polar Express? Polar no. Express is really weird because the animation is quite close to real to human real faces. Yeah, and Tom real. Hanks plays this guy who 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 drives this train and he just picks up kids. So he has like a, a carriage full of kids and it's really it's really pedoey. <laughs> They're all a bit pedo-y though. Like Home one... Alone, two guys breaking into a ch- into a house where they know there's a kid. Do they know? I thought they were just going into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They 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 know, don't they? And they know in both of them that he's there, <laughs> but they just take it upon themselves to kidnap a child. Yeah, I mean they they tested that that film in front of a stu- audience before they released it. I yeah. mean, they it was a have... different time, the nineties. They did did have alternate endings. One yeah. where he was abused. What was the What was the film that just got? 
the interview, the film that just got banned from release. Yeah, the Seth Rogen film got uh, banned due to cyber cyber terrorism from North Korea. But it's led to the point now where North Korea are threatening to in, like invade America or something. Yeah, it's declared war on Washington. It hasn't actually declared war. It said uh, we want to attack the cesspool that is Washington. Did they say that? Yeah, quote. <laughs> wow. How do you say it? P- Pyongyang? Pyongyang is the capital. No, of his name is Obama. <laughs> Obama. <laughs> oh, Obama, right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no. but is it not just all? Isn't it all just a PR stunt for the film? No, not at all. So because it looks quite average when you watch the trailer, <laughs> yeah. and now everyone wants to see it. Yeah, yeah they're going to have underground so, screenings of it, secret cinema, uh, a London-based kind of. No, but they're going to. No, but it's it's obviously going to come out. No, and, well, yeah, people you know, are going to see it, but it's going to do really well as a result. Not commercially because they're not going to release it commercially. But they could have just kept quiet. If North Korea had said nothing, it would have just come out and been a bit of a flop, and that would have been it. Yeah. And now it's going to be a massive hit. So if it is real, then North Korea have created a bit of a problem for themselves, haven't they? And is that it? Is, that, is this really what's going to... Is this the Franz Ferdinand? You know, like, the, all the events that led yeah, up to yeah. the First War was the assassination... You started with the assassination what, of Franz Ferdinand what? and it, and it um, spiralled from there. Is this what was really going to start the war with North Korea? Is a fucking Seth Rogen film. <laughs> is that really... That would be amazing. Is that really how it's going to begin? A James Franco. James Franco. Seth Rogen. A, a fucking bratty... Beer comedy, what they called the Brat Pack. Or brat whatever. Pack, Brat. Frat. That's what's going to start it all. Possibly, possibly. No, not at all. But they just recruit lots. Of, what's interesting is they recruit loads of um, like t- teenage computer whiz kids in North Korea, and they set them but up. But they they didn't though. This is just what we've read in the paper. Well, they apparently they have a well, okay. But the, the, the rumors are they have like, and I can completely believe this. They kind of have a a cyber army. Whenever I think of a cyber army, I think of like Tron. Shiny, and they're called the Guardians of Peace, aren't they? <laughs> That's their name. I don't understand why. I don't. I. I don't know. Something about it doesn't seem right. It just what? feels like a press stunt to me. Well, no, because the film was going to be released ages ago. You know, it's been in the pipeline. It's been advertised a lot, and um, I can believe it. They they probably just went. Well, we want to. But how? Do, but and now they're decla- they're going to get in a war over a film. That's no, not, not going to happen. North Korea aren't going to do shit. Why? Because they not got any money. Well, no, I mean, they're, they're not a big power. But why is the, why are they so secretive, then? Because they're a, um, they're a closed kind of dictatorship. Okay. Because um, the impression that nothing... we have is that, is that all the Korean people are like, oh, they don't know how awful life is for them. Yeah, but they seem like they're okay. Well, I think <laughs> it's, it's like a, a, the last true kind of communist state is North Korea. Okay. And the people who live there have no idea, really, of the outside world. They're bombarded with propaganda 24-7. Yeah, but we're bombarded with propaganda 24-7. Yeah, no, but there's, there's, What's there's, the difference? We're well, bombarded with everything difference. you read in the paper is no, but, propaganda. No, no, but they're... they're it's all just no, people on. telling us how no, wonderful no. life is. Keep... There's paradox and contradiction in what we're bombarded with. So there's a level of dissonance and you can pick your way through it and actually... Um, you can you can debate in this culture. You can you can disagree, and you can have freedom of speech. In their culture, you don't. If you challenge the status quo, you can be killed. You have a gun against your head. So it's, it's completely different. Mm. Um, the one civilizing, weirdly enough, you can blame the internet for many things, but I think it's incredibly civilizing because it creates an incredible amount of dissonance and contradiction uh, that we all have to live with. And there ended the uh, the my, my preaching. Mm, so there you go. The, the interview is out January sixteenth. <laughs> Go and see it in a cellar somewhere. <laughs> All right, so we do the the letters and then fuck off for Christmas. Fuck off for you, You're really bumming me out. Really? Yeah, you are. 
I just don't care. I just, yeah, it's like I, I'm just you know, annoyed at Christmas. You just you you're sit just, in the house. You're just, just fucking so wait for just wait so... for some fucking. It's so creepy. He comes down I your hope, chimney. I hope Santa he does cre- appear to you. Creeps down your I chimney. I hope Santa reveals to you, reveals himself to you, comes down the chimney and just, just fills you up or something. In I hope sleep. Santa. I hope, I hope you walk downstairs so on moment, Christmas Day and Santa's pissing on your tree. <laughs> That's what I you know, hope the moment happens. in Ghostbusters where Dan Aykroyd is lying there and then a beautiful woman's hovering above him and yeah. he can't move yeah. and he does his trousers. I hope that happens, but with Santa. What do you think? You hope I get raped by Santa? Yeah, yeah, yeah basically. Yeah. Oh, you wake up in the middle of the night, you're paralysed with fear. Santa is hovering about one foot above you. Do you know what? This is the one night of the year where Mrs. Claus can cheat on him. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> you ever think about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All those elves. I never see. You never see black elves in the workshop. Seems like Santa's doing some some sort of like. He's very anti-affirmative action. <laughs> Whenever you see pictures of Santa's elves, but that's slave labor. They're always white. Yeah, but elves are slave labor. Maybe he's trying to write. They're not slave labor. Right they the love that shit. No, they he, they were. That was the only way they could get jobs, wasn't it? <laughs> elves. Yeah, they couldn't get any jobs, so Santa employed them all. Is that the story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So elves, but interestingly enough, the there's center. no there's no dark ones or Asian ones. No, no. So Santa's racist. Well, is that, know any is that what we're he? saying? I think. Well, I think we, you're saying it. Yeah. I just I, what I'm saying is I hope he. Uh, and in today's in, to in today's heightened, you know, very sensitive society, you know, very sensitive parents and stuff. What, yeah. Why? Why are we okay with this man sneaking into our kids' houses and sneaking into their rooms and giving them presents? I mean, any any other day of the year where I, where you'd want to sneak into someone's house and give their little sleeping children presents, mm. you'd get in trouble. But you, for some reason, on Christmas, it's fine. Do you think in Texas, when Santa gets to Texas, he wears a bulletproof vest? Probably. It's quite, you know, or he's very stealthy for yeah. a fat man. Yeah. He must be very stealthy for a fat man. Mm. Gets down the chimney. Do you think he ever, like, walks in, goes in the wrong room, sort of accidentally on purpose, and, and like, you know, there's, like, a 22-year-old girl getting changed? And he just masturbates. Yeah. Yo ho ho. No one thinks about that, do they? <laughs> no, no. Just bashes one out, yeah. splurges it all over the mince pies. <laughs> Why does he like eating mince pies? They're disgusting. You must, do you know what? After the fifth plate of mince pies, he must start to go, ah, oh, fuck you. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. Letters. <laughs> ba, 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 ba. Uh, every week you can write into the show with any problems, any sex things, relationship things. Can I do a sound yeah. thing? Yeah, do it. No, no, but every week you can write into the show. Yeah. Say it. Every week you can write into the show. That's going to be so loud. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that was just... Anyway, yeah, any problems you have, blah, 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 blah. You know the drill. It's uh, it's ebp at josh-weller.com. We've gone up in the world and have a proper email address now. So, um, all right, here we go. First letter. Dear Excite, lots of Christmas-themed letters this week. Good. Dear Excitable Boy Podcast, what do I buy my girlfriend for Christmas? We've been together two months. What does two months warrant, present and money-wise? Good were question. You, were you going to give her money? No, like how much should he spend? Oh. <laughs> two months, though. That's I, I've been in, in those situations. Do you have to get someone something if you've only been going out two months? Yeah, if you want. Yeah. Really? Of course. It depends. Are you, are you officially an item? Well, I guess you said girlfriend. Well, yeah. Well, it depends if you want to. If you want to, you know, I think a year in, you can get someone a nice present. You don't want to over over crank it. You don't want to kind of go buy her really big presents so she feels pressure within the relationship. Mm. You don't want to get her something. One year, big. my girlfriend got me a Gibson ES three three nine guitar, which is worth about two thousand pounds. 
and I got her a cardigan <laughs> that she already owned. <laughs> That's beautiful. But she got even because when we broke up, she asked for the guitar back. Did you give it? Well, I had to give it. She gave it to me. She basically she it was a gift. She well, she got she she was a musician. She got given the guitar by a guitar company on the pretense that she'd use it for like gigs and stuff. Right. And so they'd see it on TV or whatever. Mm. And obviously she just gave it to me, so it never was on TV. So then the guitar company, Gibson, was like, Can we get the guitar back? So she texts me like a month after we broke up, going, By the way, uh, you know that guitar I gave you for Christmas last year? I need it back. Oh, and I was no. like, No, it's a present and she was like, Well, there's a cab on the way to collect it. <gasps> so I had to give it back. Was it nice though? Did you get good? It use was a out great guitar. Um, so I would say, um, I, I basically get her something that's going to so good that it will make her feel bad. That's what I'd do. Not that like, is the worst. Do you know what I mean? Like just whatever, you know, if you were going to spend 50, spend a hundred, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, just, just get, so she feels shit for whatever she gets you. Whatever. But get her something nice, you know, get a, get a, if she said something, what would, what's a good would, present for a girlfriend of two months? It's something difficult. that's not too serious. Two months is quite new, isn't it? You don't want to, you don't want to pressure. And women are like, it's hard. You can't really buy women food and stuff at Christmas. Because, you know, you can't, it's tough buying presents. Like, jewellery's hard to get women stuff because, you know, you know, they're probably not going to like what you get them. Mm-hmm. You know, clothes, fucking, you know, you go one size too big and they, they assume it's because you think they're fat. Yeah. You know? In fact, that's one gift you can never get anyone. Clothes. Not even women. No, no, um, gym membership. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, you can never get someone. There's no good way to do that. You, can you ever get anyone gym membership as a gift? Uh, okay, get her yo. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So, for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Yoga classes. Gary Gym Membership. And just say, dear girlfriend, because you know why. Love, Sam. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, get her, get her, so get jewellery. Jewellery, jewellery's good. Jewellery's no, because you often get it wrong. This is two months. Jewellery's mm. too soon. It's too soon for jewellery. Um, like, just some nice, like a, a woolly hat. Two months, man. Eight weeks. Do you know what I mean? But okay. like, I've got really close friends who I've known for five years who I don't buy presents for. In terms of money... I think that's a bit clearer indication of how much. You should oh, spend. I got it! I got it! I got it! Uh, when when Christmas is over, right. take her to a really nice restaurant. Yeah, like a nice restaurant, and you know where you can get lobster, mm-hmm. the mark of anywhere posh, mm-hmm. uh, which is food that you basically have to prepare yourself. Isn't that weird? Lobster's like considered a treat. It's a fucking nightmare to eat. Mm-hmm. Why is it a treat? 
supply it's and like, demand. It's like it's it? it's a, it's an animal that's shaped like a crucifix that's wearing armor <laughs> that you have to break open. <laughs> like, yeah. why is lobster posh? I don't get it. Supply and demand is quite rare. It's hard to get a hold of. Um, it's stupid food. Quite a delicate it's a stupid meat. food, and your fingers sting after you've eaten it. Right, you, then don't get you oyster. get like a weird bowl fucking, of. Are you going to complain about oysters as well? I don't like oysters. Oh, well, then, bully for you. No, you I like eat... oysters. I like oysters. Make up your mind. I like oysters because you can pour stuff in it and it's spicy. Nice, know? isn't it? Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah, uh, take her for a nice dinner. Get her two things. That's my advice. Get her, like, a gift, which is kind of novel and interesting. Like but... something sexual. Yeah, but don't overspend on that. Mm-hmm. And then get her, a, like, a, an experience gift where you can do it together. Yeah. Maybe go to um, Agent Provocateur and get her some sexy... Underwear. There's no way to buy sexy underwear. I've never bought underwear for someone. That seems like a really scary gift to me. And pointless as well. Like, sexy underwear is kind of pointless. Hang on. When you think about it. No, it's not. Yeah, because you're just buying posh wrapping paper. <laughs> when, you, when you think about it. That's a very, very... You're buying someone a linear. way to wrap up something that you already know what it looks like. It's like I, it's like me buying myself a present and buying you the wrapping paper. Josh, ponder this. <laughs> the voyage is the destination. Ponder that. I don't get it. Well, you're talking about. Um, well, you, I'm going to unwrap the gift anyway. I'm saying it's the process. the The voyage is the destination. Is what is enjoyable. The whole thing. No, I don't get it. Well, it's because you're narrow and linear and end directed and a guy. Whereas I'm in touch with my sensitive, like feminine side. <laughs> You just like chicks in underwear. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Thongs. There's nothing really that scared um, about it. So, yeah. So, basically, take her for a nice dinner and then yeah. buy her some sexy underwear. Or get her a book. <laughs> yeah. Or book. You can't really go wrong with a book. Can't go wrong with a book. A nice book. Okay. Dear Excitable Boy Podcast, how do I get out of spending Boxing Day at my boyfriend's parents' house? I hate them. His brothers are idiots <laughs> and his brothers are idiots and his parents hate me. Christmas is meant to be about being around the people that you love, right? No. I love him. I hate them. It's a dilemma. <laughs> I'm on this girl's side. <laughs> okay, go on. Like, right. you know, Christmas is so weird that you have to split all your time. Like, you go, oh, one day here, one day there. You should just be able to go somewhere and sit in your pants and eat cheese and chocolate mm-hmm. and watch Die Hard. That's mm-hmm. basically what Christmas should be, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I totally agree. Like, you, this is a weird thing that we have in relationships now is... That you, you feel like you have to sort of spread your lives together. So you stop being Tim and Sarah and you become Sarah and Tim. You become a couple. You become one. Mm-hmm. And then when you break up, you lose half your friends. Mm-hmm. You know? And you have to grimace, like, go to the pub with her dad. You know? Yeah. Buy him an ale. He'll buy, he, you ask for a lager <laughs> and he brings you an ale. Yeah. And, and flirts, you have to sit there and drink it anyway. And you're going to flirt with racist rhetoric. And yeah. You, and you, you, you're you not going to pick him up on it. Yeah. He starts, he starts being, talking about the UKIP and how reasonable some of their policies are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, yeah, totally. And then you down your pint. Exactly, yeah. And he tells you about one time that he was at university and his friend died. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> and he just lets the pause linger. <laughs> You know, and then you go back and you have to pretend you care about Xbox because her brothers are there. Oh, yeah. It's bullshit. Don't, and then you I, have to probably like play a game with yeah. how old are the brothers? I don't know. Let's say they're 14. Say four, yeah, yeah, annoying. Or maybe annoying. they're older and one of them's in the army it's and he's a proper alpha male. Yeah, yeah. One's know? older, yeah. He's constantly challenging you to physical tasks. Yeah, he buys you a combat knife. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, come on, let's go for a walk. Yeah. And then you end up going for a yomp yeah. for 50 miles. 
He takes you out with all his mates who are like Jack the lads. And the other brother just smokes lots of weed and hates everybody. God. (laughs) See, that's why Christmas is bollocks. Okay, here's what you do. Just be honest with him and say, look, I love you. I've fallen in love with you. I'm going out with you and I want to be with you. I fucking hate your family. Yeah, I I don't see anything that could go wrong with that plan. If my girlfriend said that to me, I'd be totally fine with it. Mm-hmm. She was like, I just think your family, I just don't want to be around them. I feel you, uncomfortable. Your family just can suck a bag of dicks. Yeah. I'm off. And then clink, Why do you have to do that? Why do you have to go see. I mean, logically, why do you have to go see your girlfriend's parents or your boyfriend's parents? Well, because. Why? They're not my fucking family. Well, it's kind of a declaration. It's a, de- well, it's a declaration. I didn't even want to see my family at Christmas. Well, yeah, exactly. But if you, if you got married, then, you know, everything becomes integrated. It's almost like a oh, declaration. It's such of, a nightmare. I know it's a nightmare. Just don't leave be, the house. You just have to pretend to get on with everybody. Why? Because that's Why life. do we live in this world? Because that's life. It's in it, but we should live in a society where you can just be like, you know what, I don't want to see your family this Christmas. Because someone, do you know what it really is about? It is eventually, like, you, you get to a certain age and you have kids, and then you want to have those kids look after you when you go fucking, when you get old. Yeah. And you want you want that security. So you're a tribe of people. No matter how you, which way you slice it, everyone has to band together because when you need them, you're going to have to, you're going to need them. You don't need them now, so you're like, fuck that. But when you're like 60 and you're hearing parrots and you're going fucking nuts, you, you're you going to want your ungrateful yeah, offspring I don't care. I don't around. Care. God, Christmas is a nightmare. Well, I, is it only one day she's doing it for? Yeah. Well, then just... Uh, no, just don't do it. I'm, I'm going against you, you on this one. I'm going against you on this one. I'm just saying don't do it. I think it's an education and what it means to, to be alive. And to, you, sometimes you have to compromise and sacrifice things. Yeah, and you Christmas love. should be the time where you don't do that. Christmas should be the time where it's like you have an awesome time. You know? <laughs> That's what it's about. It's about Christmas is no. about an awesome time. No, Christmas is about an awesome time up to the point that you're six or seven. And then it's terribly, it's just awful. It's yeah. it's it's full of recrimination. I'm, on the other, I'm, on the, I'm anger, going the other way on this. I'm saying just tell him. Just, yeah, failed erections. Directions. Oh God! Prostatitis. Fitful Chlamydia. sleeping. Do, okay, do if you if you want to do what Josh is, Josh says, I say you'd be making the right choice. You're going you you're going underwater for one day. Think of it that way. Hold your breath. Just get it done, and then see where you are after Christmas. Okay. Last letter mm. of pre-Christmas. Ooh. Dear Excitable Boy Podcast. When is a good time to leave someone? <laughs> <laughs> I want to break up with my boyfriend of four years. While he's a sweet guy, he's never set my heart on fire. Plus, there's a guy... Uh-oh. Plus, there's a guy at work who I can't stop thinking about. While he hasn't made a move, he has expressed an interest over text. Well, that's two different things going on here. Mm-hmm. So you're already texting another guy. Mm-hmm. So the relationship's over. Mm-hmm. Anyway, regardless of this guy, I want to leave my BF. When is a good time? Please help. There's never a good time. You just got. To well, do you're it. already texting that guy, so you obviously it's done. If you're like looking around. Well, not well. I mean, for, for, it's not really the texting. It's what she said. She said, "Yeah, she hasn't set my heart on yeah. fire." Four years. But she's probably. I reckon. It's a long time. Yeah, That's but, as long as the Second World War. But I reckon she's probably early twenties. No, she sounds like she's early twenties. That woman. I'd say. I don't know. Yeah. Do you I know just, what I mean? She sounds like a, a point uh, of When is a good time? Well, okay. Well, I would just say, it. given the time of year, I would say definitely Christmas Day. <laughs> that's where I'm going this week <laughs> go grandstand it be evil Knievel about it and really wrap it up make write a him a card yeah, and yeah. wrap it up should she wear a costume <laughs> no but she should he should go downstairs you know what when he goes downstairs on Christmas day to open presents just leave <laughs> 
Or do it on Boxing Day. Just pop Just out. Just get up. Where are you going? You're going to buy a sofa. No, I'm breaking up with you. And he'll go. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I'm, Seriously, I'm breaking up with you. Seriously, that's this is happening. Yeah. Take him to Debenhams for the Boxing Day sale, and he'll he'll go. Oh my God, this is chaos. And they go. Yeah, and it gets worse. You're dumped. <laughs> Or you could and buy a trout beforehand and hit him over the head with it and run out the shop. That's good. Smashing bottles of perfume on the way. May I suggest this? Take him to a Holocaust exhibit, <laughs> and then after the Holocaust exhibit, it mm. won't seem so tough on him because he'll just go, "Well, you know, it's all but relative." All the perspective. All yeah. the perspective would have changed in, in his mind, mm. and he'd be like, "Wow, God, I can't believe they went through that." Yeah, you're dumped. And then leave, and he, but he's still surrounded by death and misfortune. He's like, well, do you know what? I can see. Yeah, I can, I can, see con- I can contextualize yeah. this event now. Well, she. I think the fact that she's texting another guy, that she obviously doesn't want to go out with him at all. No. New Year's Eve. Do it on New Year's Eve. Just one minute before midnight, and then go kiss the other guy. <laughs> Ten, nine, Simon, eight. Yeah, seven. You're dumb. Six. What? You're dumb. Five. Four, I hate you. Three, and then just grab the other guy. Yeah, just go straight for the D. Straight, <laughs> go straight for the D. <laughs> just neck him. Just start necking him at the stroke of midnight. To old Lang's eye. Oh God, let old acquaintance be forgot. Let all, that... all old boyfriends be forgot. God. When's a good time? Seriously, when's a good time to lose someone? There's never, never just, a good time. Just, but but you can't do it before Christmas now. You, I would. You are you fucked yourself and that you're tied in for Christmas. You're tied in yeah. for this holiday. When you're going to have the... to go see his parents this Christmas knowing you're about to dump him. When does the door... And, and the mum will say something bitchy that normally you'd let it go. Yeah, but because you, you know yeah, you're about yeah, to break yeah, up, yeah. you'll just have a really good comeback. You're empowered. You know? know? When does the door swing shut behind you during the Christmas period where you can't dump someone then? Is uh, it like... Now. Now. It's about today. Like Much like the postal service, if you want your car to arrive <laughs> yeah, on time. That's good, yeah. I think now, today... Yeah. To the 23rd of December is the cut off. Is the cut off. Yeah, you can't. And then you uh, business resumes on what? The 5th of January? Yeah. So dump him on the 5th of January. Yeah. No, I think. No, I, you can dump someone between Christmas and New Year. And you'll have a fucking great New Year's as well while he has a shit one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just, yeah, dump him before New 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 Year's. In between Boxing Day and New Year's. Yeah, just be. But, but you know. It's never easy to do, and just be honest with them, and, and what have you. And good luck. Look, I, I, oh shit! I wonder if you give the present back, because he's obviously bought her a present. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. No, I'd keep that. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, so I think we're done. Is that it for the show? I think it is. Are we done? I think we're done. I think we're done. I think we're done. I think that's it. For 2000... You know, no. and you know what I just realised? Yeah. I just realised that the show is going out on Christmas Eve. Really? Yeah. It's Christmas Eve. I hope you enjoyed the uh, the playlist. It was the night before Christmas. And all through the house. Nothing was stirring. Not even the So rest. I had a big wank. So I had a big wank. And ate some chocolate. And dumped my boyfriend. Yeah. Yes. It's Christmas Eve, guys. So, uh, you know, go to bed early. So Santa comes, you wake up with a little with scale electrics on the end of the bed there, and you think to yourself, huh, how did he get in there? It's kind of strange. Why does, why, is, why does Santa's handwriting look a lot like my mum's handwriting? <laughs> Did you ever notice that? Mm. I remember one year when I was like seven being like, wow, Santa's handwriting is really similar to my dad's. You went all CSI on it. 
you kind of interesting crimes investigation. How come? Of, yeah, the presents my parents are giving each other the same observant. wrapping paper. Oh, really? Isn't that weird? You're very observant. I didn't. I just thought, wow, presents. This is awesome. That's basically the, the and it was a lie. It was a noble lie, like religion. A I, noble lie. I unwrapped a present once when I was about three years old on Christmas Eve, and then taped it back up. But obviously, my motor neuron skills weren't that good yet. Mm-hmm. So I taped it up, but mate, it was so obvious that I'd unwrapped it. Mm. I tore it open, and then I was probably like five actually, and then went and got the cellar tape, and then taped it back up, oh, thinking my parents wouldn't notice. That's sweet. I got in so much trouble. Really? Yeah. What did they? What, what, what did they say? Well, I wasn't that bothered because I was five, and I couldn't figure out why I needed a thermos flask <laughs> and, a, and a Swiss Army knife, <laughs> but uh, and, and a, do- a dog-eared magazine. Yeah. So that's it, guys. So you, maybe you're listening to this on Christmas Eve, in which maybe you're listening to this on Christmas Day, in which case I have to say, what went wrong? Yeah. <laughs> Just remember. Maybe you're listening to this on the way to the Boxing Day sales, in which mm. case, to that my my response would be, why are you going to sales on Boxing Day, you fucking dick? Yeah. It, it's, this isn't a place of judgment, Josh. Yeah. Well, a little a, bit. A, <laughs> remember to hold the people you love close. And if who you ha- goes to sales on Boxing Day? Who does that? People who want a bargain. Why... A sofa's now part of Christmas as well. I need a sofa. Boxing Day sales. They're gonna. Try I need and... a new kit. Who needs a new kitchen at Christmas? They're gonna integrate it into the mythology of Christmas. Have a sofa in the bar- <laughs> so in, in the manger. In the manger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There was a DFS yeah. corner sofa. So that's it, guys. Merry Christmas. We hope you liked the Christmas present we gave you last week. Mm. Uh, if you haven't got it, listen to last week's show. Uh, that's it. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, and remember. You're all going to die alone. Mm, Remember that what Christmas is really about. Doing things you don't want to do. (laughs) But doing them anyway. Because it it builds character. Yeah, that's what Christmas is about, guys. It builds your character. It's not about presents. It's not about uh, the birth of Christ. It's about finally having having small talk. (laughs) You know when you see someone you don't like or you don't know. Christmas is great because you have something to say. Yeah. So done your shopping? No, God, God, Christmas Day, yeah. tut tut. See you later. Bye. Yeah. God, well, where are you going? I don't. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Whenever anyone asks you what you're doing for Christmas, what they really mean is they don't have it. I don't have anything to say to you. Yeah, I've got nothing to say to you. So I'm I've, ch- I've checked out of life at this yeah. point. Yeah. <laughs> it's over. Uh, it's maybe over. you're listening to this en route to Christmas on the train. You know, maybe you you are literally driving home for Christmas right now to get thoroughly covered in Christmas. Yeah, you're just on your way. To get you know? drenched in Christmas. And uh, you guys take care. Thank you for listening to the show all fucking year. Mm-hmm. Happy 40th show. That was a high five. It's a high five. Do you want to hear me high five Tim's head? His bald head. Can please, I do it? Please don't. <sighs> Let's play high five or head five. What's that? What's that game? We'll do a high five and then I'll slap your head and the listeners have to guess which one's which. Okay, high five okay. or head five. <laughs> all right, okay. okay. So one of these okay. is Tim's head. Okay. What's this? So this is A. This is A. And this is B. Which one was which? We'll tell you next week. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everyone. And uh, join us next week for more nothing on... It's out of my boy. It's out of my boy. It's out of my boy. Oh, yeah. It's out of my boy. It's out of my boy. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everyone. 
I hope you get all the presents that you wanted. I hope your mom and dad don't fight. And I hope your uncle doesn't do anything too perverted. I hope your cousins come round and they bring you money in an envelope. I hope your aunt and uncle say something racist or something homophobic while the Graham Norton Christmas special is on. Merry Christmas, one and all. Think about that, how Tiny Tim wished everyone Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, but he would have died like pretty soon <laughs> after. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you, you know, while he was alive, he went out swinging. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.